Hey, this is Cody Sturge with the pastor at Chill Highway Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily, a daily ministry of our church, an opportunity that we have every day to share God's Word with you. The Bible says to keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And we know that we keep our hearts as we wash our hearts with the Word of God. We are in a series now in the book of Mark. The book of Mark's a book of action. And I know that there'll be messages and truths from God's Word that'll be a big help to you. Thanks for listening. We're praying for you. God bless you. If you take your Bibles and go with me this morning to the book of Mark, Mark chapter number 2, we're working our way through this portion of the Bible. And I'm preaching here this morning an interesting thing that we see here in God's Word. And Jesus continues uh, uh, almost like a war with the Pharisees. And I'll just tell you, the Pharisees were at war with Christ uh, to defeat him. But Jesus was not at war with the Pharisees. As a matter of fact, Jesus has a heart full of compassion and love and desire that the worst of the Pharisees would humble themselves and come to faith in him. And Jesus is acting in compassion, working with these folks. He stands up to them. He's not afraid of them. He, uh, he gives them truth. He reprimands them when necessary. Uh, but his desire is always uh, that they would come to faith in Christ and repentance. And uh, Jesus is working here with the Pharisees. And the Pharisees are uh, beginning and really beginning to fire up their attacks against the Lord. And we see an account of this beginning together here, chapter number 2 and verse number 23 of the book of Mark. And we'll read through the chapter to verse 6 of chapter 3. And if you'll follow along in God's Word, I think you'll be uh, encouraged to see what God has for us in His Word this morning. Mark chapter 2, verse 23, It came to pass that He went through the cornfields on the Sabbath day, and His disciples began as they went to pluck the ears of corn. And the Pharisees said unto him, Behold, why do they on the Sabbath day that which is not lawful? And he said unto them, Have you never read what David did when he when he had <laughs> need? I've got a mark in my Bible, and I couldn't see that word need. Uh, I had to want to make sure I said it right. Verse 25, He said unto them, Have you never read what David did when he had need and was unhungered? he and they that were with him. How he went into the house of God in the days of Abiathar, the high priest, and did eat the showbread which is not lawful to eat, but for the priests, and gave also to them which were with him. And he said unto them, The Sabbath was made for man, and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. And he entered again into the synagogue, And there was a man there which had a withered hand. And they watched him whether he would heal him on the Sabbath day, that they might accuse him. And he saith unto the man which had the withered hand, Stand forth. And he saith unto them, Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath days, or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they held their peace. And when he had looked round about on them with anger, being grieved from the hardness of their hearts. He saith unto the man, Stretch forth thine hand. And he stretched it out, and his hand was restored whole as the other. And the Pharisees went forth 
and straightway took counsel with the Herodians against him, how they might destroy him. And so here we go in the book of Mark, and there's a common theme in all the verses that we read, because all the events occur on the Sabbath day. And no doubt Mark and the inspiration of the Spirit of God and the Holy Spirit wants us to be considering this matter of the Sabbath and the matter of, of what Jesus did, he didn't come to destroy the law, but fulfill the law. And Jesus says in this passage of Scripture, I am the Lord of the Sabbath. Now, the Pharisees, they had put so much around the Sabbath. Originally, Moses said of the Sabbath that we should, uh, that the Sabbath, you shouldn't work that day. And there were a few things added, a few regulations added in God's Word revolving around the Sabbath in the Old Testament. Uh, but the extent to which the Sabbath was uh, portrayed and all the rules of the Sabbath that Jesus was opposed, supposedly uh, in or working against in violation of uh, were stuff that men had made up. And the Sabbath had become something that was actually a, a great hindrance and burden to the people as opposed to something, and its original intent, what God had designed it for, a day of rest. And uh, and Jesus is dealing with these issues, and the, the Pharisees are really coming down hard on them. Here's the story. Uh, Jesus and his disciples on the Sabbath day are making their way to, uh, as far as I can tell, making their way to the synagogue, and they pass through a cornfield. They pass through a cornfield. Most likely this was a, a, a grain-type uh, type plant. There wasn't modern day corn there, but it was a corn. They called it a corn. It had a it had an ear on it. And they were walking through this field and uh, the disciples uh, without, with permission from the Lord, uh, take the, the corn down and they uh, pluck it and they thresh it and they eat. They're hungry and they eat. Well, the Pharisees find out about this and they are beside themselves, I think probably with joy as much as disgrace because they've caught the disciples of Jesus in an act, a defying act against the Sabbath day. These people, these Pharisees, worshipped the Sabbath more than they worshipped God. And the Sabbath had become a God to them, and their religion had taken God's place. Jesus responds with the Word of God. He says, hey, look, what about David? You remember David, the story of David? He was fleeing from Absalom, and he had some men with him, and they were really hungry. He went and ate bread out of the tabernacle that was intended only for the priests. David, and he not only did King David do it, but also his men, they ate this. He said, hey, look, I want you to think about something. This Sabbath was made for man. It's supposed to be a blessing. You've made it a curse. He says, the Son of Man, he's speaking of himself, is the Lord of the Sabbath. The story continues. It's also a Sabbath day. I don't know if it's the same Sabbath day or another Sabbath day, but uh, it's also a Sabbath day. And on this Sabbath day, Jesus, the Bible says, comes into the synagogue and there's a man there with a withered hand. The Pharisees, I can just see them. They know the compassion of Jesus. Well, I'll tell you something. If you want to have a, a reputation... Have a reputation like Christ. 
What was his reputation? He had a reputation of compassion. They knew that if Jesus saw this man with a withered hand, he's going to do something to help it. Well, that's the kind of, that's the kind of reputation you want, isn't it? But they knew Jesus couldn't resist helping a guy on the Sabbath day, and they said, we'll catch him. <laughs> we'll catch him to find the Sabbath by healing a man. And Jesus gives them some wonderful insight. He says, is it lawful, verse 4 of chapter 3, to do good on the Sabbath days or to do evil, to save life or to kill? He said, look, guys, your argument and your concern about the Sabbath and this man's withered hand, it doesn't make any sense. God instituted the Sabbath and He has compassion on people. He says, "We, it's okay to heal and help somebody on the Sabbath day. Just before He heals the man, it brings us to the scene that I want you to see. Jesus is standing in the synagogue. Here's a man with a withered hand. Here's a group of Pharisees eagerly watching on to see if the man will actually heal so that they can come down on him and say, you've broken the Sabbath. Jesus knows the heart of the Pharisees, the coldness, how deceived they are, their earnest desire to destroy him. And the Bible says this about Christ. Verse number 5. He's standing there with that man in this congregation. The Bible says, When he had looked round about on them with anger, being grieved for the hardness of their hearts. What's Jesus do? I can see him. I don't know if it's exactly like this. But he's holding this withered hand in his hand. And here's a group of Pharisees that dare, can I get some more volume on this mic please? That dare, they dare Jesus to do good to this man. For all intents and purpose, had become useless to his family, to himself, wasn't able to work, wasn't able to take care of, had a quality of life that was horrible. And this group of people, because of their religion, because of their bias toward and misinterpretation of the Sabbath, these men stood around thinking, we're going to catch him. And Jesus looks at him. I can just see it. He looks on them with anger. He wants them to see that what they are thinking and how they are acting is something that upsets him. He looks on with anger. Scowl on his face. The Bible doesn't just leave it there. Jesus was mad. He looks on them with anger. He wants them to see it. And then the Bible says, being grieved in his heart. The angry on his face is described by the grief in his heart. The anger on his face wasn't, I hope you Pharisees rot. No, that wasn't the Spirit of Christ at all. He didn't look on these Pharisees and say, I wish you guys would just get out of my way and never come into my presence again. No. He looked on them with anger because his anger had a purpose. His anger had a purpose, and it was driven by the grief in his heart. What was he grievous about? 
The Bible says that he was not willing that any should perish, but that all would come to repentance. And with great compassion and love and concern for even his persecutors, Jesus looked on them with anger. Why? Because he wanted them to know the severity of their actions and their misunderstandings. And he desired in his heart that even his anger might drive them to the cross and drive them to faith in him. He was grieved. He was grieved at what these Pharisees might do to themselves because their hearts were cold and hard. He was grieved at how they might lead other folks to turn their backs against Christ. But in love, he looked on them with anger. When I couldn't help when I saw this picture in the passage of Scripture, I couldn't help but think about my mom. My mom's listening this morning, by the way. Uh, she's sick. We're praying for her this morning. Uh, but she's at home watching Boiling Springs Baptist Church. I couldn't help but think about my mom, and I'm going to talk about her real bad since she's listening this morning. How many of you had a mom that had that look? How many of you had one of those? Uh, somebody lately has been called stink eye. How many of you ever got stink eye from your mama? Yeah, it works. My kids, they in here. They have both their hands raised because my wife's got one too. That's that look. It's that angry look that says you are doing the wrong thing. My mom's always been able to stare right through my soul. I don't know what, it was special. Some teachers had eyes in the back of their head. My mom had laser beams that went out of both her eyes and would burn your heart to the core. I mean, it was bad. But I don't even know something about a mama's stink eye or ugly look or the look. Or in Jesus' case, he looked on them with anger. A mama's look... It's not because she hates the person that she's looking at. Thank you for listening to this message from the book of Mark. We're sure excited about the many opportunities that we have at the Chihuahua Baptist Church to share content with you. If you'd like to hear more of the same, more messages from God's Word, other series from different books of the Bible, you can find us at chillhowiebaptistchurch.com. Or you can get our app on the App Store, Chihuahua Baptist Church. And we're so thankful that you've listened today. God bless you.